What the fuck? Oh, I know we're basically live right now. I just want to do one thing before we really get this started. Okay. It'll take two seconds. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, you know what we didn't do? What? We have to call each other. Yes, we do. Um. All right. Well, I didn't mean to hang up. Thanks. You hung up on me. I did. I was. You hung up on me, man. All right, I'm gonna mute this. Mute your computer. I am. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm putting you on the charger right now. We're about Got to fucker. Get this charging. All right, flux capacitor fluxing. All right. Oh, flux capacitor. Oh my god, you must be rich. I made it in my garage. Well, then you're awesome because you made it in your garage. Why do you have plutonium? Did I lose you? No, you're there. Okay. <laughs> you just like frozen. I was just making sure everything's okay. All right, man. We're fucking. We're gonna start this fuck. All right. Three. We're gonna two, start this fuck. Yeah. <laughs> three, two, one. Welcome to Bat Yard's finest. Bring you the finest of Batman, Superman, and whatever else we want to talk about in pop culture. I am Josh from Batyard Productions, and here I'm with my co-host, as always, if he wants to take away here. I don't. I'm Matt. How you guys doing? Nice seeing you all again. Hi. Yeah, we're actually uh, getting uh, starting to get a flow for the show. Um, so we're, we'll be on time next time. We weren't, we weren't too far off today, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, we have a lot of news, breaking news, which came out today. Um, first of all, well, I guess we'll go to the minor thing. There's a new Supergirl who's announced. I think her, um, who's announced to be in a new Flash film. Mm -hmm. um, I think her name, what's her name? Sophie? Do you know her name, Matt? I, I believe it's Sophie, but give me one second. So anyway, she's announced to be in a new Flash movie. Um, yeah, she's Sasha Kelly. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. I knew it started with an S. I thought you were supposed to have this stuff open, Matt. Well, but anyway, I, I, I was focusing on the new other news. Other yeah, other yeah, news. yeah. Well, that's the stuff I could just say off the top of my head. I don't, I don't really know anything about this, um, actress. She's the first to, um, Colombian actress, uh, first Latina Supergirl to be cast, and the first Supergirl to be in a motion picture since nineteen the 1980s with uh, the original Supergirl, um, with that disaster of a movie, which I actually have never seen, but um, maybe we'll see it in this during this podcast at some point. 
Um, yeah, um, you know, it's 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 uh, you know, I'm not really that big of a fan of Supergirl. She's like fine, you know. It's kind of like um, how I feel about a little bit about Batgirl. You know, like I like Batgirl, but like without Batman, there's no Batgirl. Without Superman, there's no Supergirl. I feel like yeah. it's just like a Supergirl is just kind of like an add additional bonus to the Superman mythos rather than like her own like established character, if that makes sense. No, that doesn't make sense. sense. I don't know how you feel about Supergirl. That doesn't really. Like... <sighs> I don't know. I never. I'm not really into the Superman, Superman like, like universe. I really wasn't a big fan. So, like, so my like, my accounting differ would be like more like Justice League and all that stuff. It should be a minor character that shows up and does her thing and then disappears for episode. And until, like, I think later on they get her onto the show or whatever. But I didn't really, well, I wasn't a super fan of her. I know I'm not the biggest fan of the new TV show they had on CW. Yeah, we're not the demographic for that show. That's, like, for yeah. teenagers. Um, and uh, I think the ratings, ratings have been dropping down significantly as the show goes on. I mean, that happens with every show. But um, I've seen a video of like uh PewDiePie making fun of the Supergirl show. I would recommend watching that because it's pretty funny. Um that's the most I really know about the show and okay. uh, but anyway this is a completely different atmosphere. This is uh on the big screen and the big motion picture. She's gonna be showing up in the flash which it so is Michael Keaton's Batman and so is I guess Ben Affleck's Batman. So anything could be open um you know so going to the new to the new news um there's a reboot in works of superman um yeah. with uh jj abrams at least he's producing i'm not sure if he's directing yet um and with the writer ta i'm no i know i'm gonna pronounce this wrong ta nashi coates Writing, um, yeah, so he's, uh, I guess he's known for a lot of Black Panther comic books and uh, some Captain America. And yeah, so uh, he, he rebooted, he brought back Black Panther in 2016, and then he brought back, uh, what was it, Captain America from like 2018, I believe, right up to 2020. Okay, so he has. From what I've seen, he hasn't really wrote, written any films, but he has um, dabbled in the comic book universe, um, more so Marvel. But Captain America, I, I would say, is kind of has the same flavor as Superman. You know his character. So if you could write for Captain America, I think you, you know, you should have the same kind of baseline with Superman. Um, so I don't really know how I feel about it. I. I, I feel like, you know, I'm just glad we're getting a Superman. You know, I mean, obviously I would want them to continue the Henry Cavill stuff. I think he had a lot of potential. Um, they didn't really showcase the full potential that he had to be Superman. So I think it was almost a lost, lost situation that we could have had. Um, but, I mean, it's not really fully announced that it's not going to be Henry Cavill. But if they're going to reboot it, they're going to get a new actor. I mean, it it wouldn't really make sense. 
But if they're doing these cross universe things, um, they, oh. there's no, there's still a potential that Henry Cavill could be, you know, in the multiverse somewhere in the future. Um, I think it, I think it has to, I think the Warner Brothers is going to see how the Snyder Cut does with the fandom and the reactions with that before they kind of continue that universe. Um, I'm not really the biggest fan of the Snyderverse. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about this news? No, I, uh, I, I'm okay with them doing the reboot with it, but like in my head, it's just like, like you're saying, we had Henry Cowbell. We haven't got that much out of him. We got two, like, well, one solo movie, two, whatever movies. Yeah, and then in and Batman and Batman versus Superman, he had like, like he had less than fifty lines of dialogue. He had like no lines of dialogue. Yeah, Jeez. it wasn't the best for him. And then uh, no. was it? Justice League. That was like, what? I don't know how to describe Justice League because Justice League is just like a, a cluster. Yeah. So like it's then they, now they're doing the release of the Snyder Cut that will show probably more better acting skills he probably had and the some original. Like he shots that he was shooting without CGI face. Yeah. So like it doesn't make sense. Like I recommend them continue on with him, but at the same time, is that we? It'd be cool seeing another Superman added to the roster. Yeah, it's 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 getting a little confusing. I think they're gonna like the comic book realm of like movies. Are eventually well, going to lose audiences just because there's going to be too much going on. You know, there's there's already two Batmans, three Batmans. What the fuck am I saying? There's three Batmans. There's is there three Batman. There's Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, and um, the new guy, uh, the guy who was in the lighthouse. How do I? Oh yeah, yeah. No, but <clears throat> Michael Keaton. That's a that's a different, totally different story. No, oh, he's a, he's gonna be in the uh, multiverse crap. Yeah, but there's still three Batmans in the same time. I know. It's still three oh. Batmans. But Michael Keaton's probably not gonna be a constant. Probably thing, not. I mean, I but don't know who Batman. Who the fuck knows? Uh, still having three Batmans at the same time. But Ben Affleck is supposed to be retiring his role, so like, hopefully yeah. that he maybe a passing of the torch kind of thing i don't know yeah i don't know they shouldn't do anything but like robert pattinson that's his name yep uh supposedly there's some talk of like maybe remember remember how there's like that one conquest series of uh the black superman yeah yeah supposedly there's rumors about that and some people are throwing around there's a couple here in their article stating it's gonna be michael b jordan that's yeah, I heard him. that. I'm not a fan of that at all. <laughs> um, um, it's just like it, it would be like. I mean, if they're if they're gonna do that route, make it a completely different character, maybe someone else from Krypton or a different different universe or something like that. I know they have a Superman that's kind of based on Barack Obama, who's a completely well. That's what they're character. based on. I'm reading this article. Um, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of that. That would be like, I mean, they did it right with Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man, Peter Parker still exists, but you know, Miles Morales is taking up the mantle and like how that's how you do the transition like that. You know, you pay respects to the original mm -hmm. character, 
but you know, you add on to the mythos with Miles Morales. It's not like Miles Morales completely erased Peter Parker's timeline and everyone just forgot like he exists. You know, that's not what they're doing. It's just building upon that story, and uh, you know, his past was still he was still the original Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. if they retcon Clark Kent as Superman, I would not. I I would have a big problem with that, and I hope they don't do that. At well, all. Eh, I don't know. I don't know how they go by it, but like once I typed in the character's name, that supposedly the the Superman of that universe was it Calvin Else. I don't know. Oh, oh, well, I, whatever. I don't, um, I don't there are more tweets and more news pops up going towards it. I'm not so, gonna. I'm not gonna believe all that nonsense until it's officially, you know, announced. Um, you know, and then, all that. I'm fine either way. If they do it right, they do it right. But we haven't had a complete whole, like, like you're saying, we haven't had a Clark Kent trilogy or the second movie yet. And we haven't like been a. There's no real arc of Clark Kent with the new DC universe. No, not at all. There, I mean, there's just like there's like there's that. a baseline there, but there's nothing to build upon from it. You know, like I mean, there's there's only a baseline. There's nothing solid. You know, they 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 didn't fully tell the story of the potential of Superman with that. You know, with that universe. So mm-hmm. I mean, they're completely rebooting it. It seems like. And this whole thing with Michael B. Jordan, if it's a different character, fine. But, you know, it, it, Oh, Michael, wait, has Michael B. Jordan in DC once already? No, he was in the no. crappy Fantastic horror film. Yeah, he's always in the Marvel movies. He was movies. in Black Black Panther. Yep. So, I like, I think I think DC. Michael B. Jordan had his shot with a bunch of superhero properties and I think Michael B. Jordan should not be Superman. Um, well, he failed as a hero, then he was a better, then he actually made it as a villain. Yeah. Actually, that's the funniest he was fine, thing. Yeah, he was probably the best part of Black Panther. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm not going to believe all that nonsense until it's official. You know, I'm not going to go by the speculation, you know, whatever. But I did hear these this news about J.J. Abrams potentially um, producing slash directing the new Superman reboot. It's been in – I guess it's been in the works and talks for, for months now. I actually heard rumors about this months ago. Um, but I, I just kind of took it with a grain of salt. I didn't think it was like a, you know, official until obviously today. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm excited for new Superman. I think Superman definitely needs to be brought in the limelight again. I think we need Superman for, uh, this generation. I don't think we really got him, you know, at least with, I don't, I, I don't think it was been fulfilled with, uh, the Snyder verse or whatever we got. Oh, yeah. Um, no, Snyder verse. Well, yeah, we're going to call it the Snyder verse. The Snyder verse did not actually fulfill Superman's like whole thing, like his story, his arc. They just gave him like they one gave movie. him a decent base. It wasn't the best. I would say Man of Steel, you know, um, the more I kind of look back on it, the more I'm more fond of it than I, I dislike it, but it definitely has its problems. Um, mm hmm. 
but I think it's a I think it's a solid baseline. Like um, like Force Awakens, you know, Force Awakens isn't the best film, but it's a good starting point for a Star Wars universe. You know, yeah, a, re, a New Hope redone. You know, and Man of Steel, um, you know, kind of solidifies the universe and what the baseline is going to be. And I think if they build upon that. You know, instead of just shoehorning all these characters instantaneously to this universe, it would have worked a lot better um, than just like throwing everything at the wall at once. You know, they kind of sped rush this universe, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. That's all I'm really going to say about that until we get more further news about who who's officially announced to be Superman. If Henry Cavill will come back, you know, and in, in the there's potential that talks that Henry Cavill might come back for Shazam uh, 2 for the sequel. Um, but Doesn't he show up at the end, supposedly? Yeah, she shows up at the end of the first Shazam, but it's not him, obviously. It's just a body yeah. double. I think they wanted to get Henry Cavill, but he didn't do it just because of scheduling conflicts. And I think that's the only reason why he didn't show up. So they just got the body double. But I thought if they're going to do that, might as well... Um, just not do it at all you know <laughs> um but it was it was fine um i don't know we'll see we'll see what the future has to bring to this universe and you know I, i'm i'm all for more superman so i don't know i don't know if you have anything more to say about it but yeah well, I'm, I, I'm very this is really new news to me so like every single article that i'm reading is like more information yeah, that's coming in play. Like, actually, when I looked up uh, Michael B. Jordan, DC, they don't discuss anything really about any new Superman thing with him. It's mostly him talking about in 2020, October 17th. Uh, this article states that he is trying to um, produce a Static Shock uh, live movie. Yeah, or TV show. You know, I have no problem with that. And Michael B. Jordan, don't get me wrong, he's a good actor, you know, but I don't see him as Superman at all. I actually see – I know there's talks of Will Smith, like, back in the 90s being Superman. I actually see him more of a Superman than uh, than <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. At well, least he ended up getting the Hancock movie. movie. That was basically exactly. his That's Superman like movie. Will Smith's kind of – His weird Superman-ish movie. Yeah, which is fine because it's a completely different character and it doesn't retcon the whole arc and uh, the basics standpoint of what Superman is. If you, like, don't go far, don't go far off the the tracks that are laid from you. You know, go back to basics, keep it simplified. You know, like that's that's what worked in the past and that's what what worked uh, for all these generations and these decades. And if you revert too much, too far off track, which we kind of saw with Zack Snyder's take on Superman, that it kind of all falls and crumbles on its face. You know, it doesn't really work, you know. So don't go too far from formula because once you when you do, it's just you screw it up. And once you over complex such a simple story, it just doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But Matt, I know you um, wanted to talk about this next um, animation okay. feature, so I'll let you take it away. Okay, it's been like two years, and I didn't want to pay for the DC 
universe thing because supposedly there was like a whole bunch of like here and say with the DC universe app and how you're supposed to pay for it. Now DC has made an agreement with HBO Max with selling, putting all their stuff onto HBO Max. And that's a deal. I get more movies and DC Universe stuff at the same time. So they put Harley Quinn, they animated a show on there now. There's two seasons. It came on uh, 2019. And it's about how Harley Quinn actually realizes that she has to separate herself from the Joker and she's trying to become the baddest badass in DC Universe. And or at least in Gotham City. She's trying to like. Mostly, Gar yeah, she's staying in the Gotham City, but they end up like bringing a lot more characters from like other character, like other superhero shows into it. Mm -hmm. And like later on, like if you, Josh, I, like I think I had said like you should just watch the first episode to see how you like it or not. Mm -hmm. What's up, Dennis? Oh, is Dennis here? Yeah, Dennis is there. Hey, Dennis. Good <laughs> <Here's> senpai. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah, I was just basically saying, like, how this show is more of, of uh, was it mostly focusing on Holly Quinn is trying to become the newer badass of Gotham. Basically, her main role, main idea is trying to get into the Legion of Doom, and that's the whole pro purpose of season one. And that's, I believe, that's where I'm telling Josh this. Try out the season episode one and see how like basically the episode is showing how her new lifestyle, her new her new story, is picking up from being Joker's partner in crime to becoming like a solo show and trying to get her goals going with becoming the new like a new person, new villain of the Legion of Doom. Yeah, so I just saw the first episode. Um, it was kind of what I expected to be it to be. That's Holly Quinn. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. Um, well, well, it was Harley Quinn. It was just like a lot of uh, explicit. Um, Thank you, Dennis. It was just a lot of explicit language, just for the sake of it. You know, like if I was thirteen years old, I would probably think this was the greatest show ever, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, they keep like. Like within the first like two minutes, they they threw out like five f bombs, you know, and like, <laughs> you know, I get what they're trying to do, but mm -hmm. what like um really, you know, if they like said it once in the beginning, I it would have like landed more with me. It would have like you know at least settled. Like I would have been like, holy shit, they said a swear word. But once they just keep saying it, like line after line just like the f-bomb 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 it loses its poignancy and its punch you know it's not as um it's not as like it, direct you know it's just kind of just it's just like once i keep hearing the same word it it doesn't have the same effect you know but that being said I did like the graphic imagery. I liked the blood. I liked what they were doing. I just thought mm -hmm. the F-bombs and... Um, you feel like the script scary. should have been changed. It was just a little gratuitous. You know, it was just like a little too mm -hmm. much. And I think if they just like said one F-bomb in the beginning, it would have landed a lot more. Um, but once it's just like literally every other line, you know, if I was, it felt like almost a 13-year-old kid wrote wrote this wrote the lines i wouldn't say the story but i would say the, the the lines and what people say 
You know, and if that's the whole show, if they're going to throw F bomb every other line, um, it's just going to, it's not going to, it's not going to hit as, as hard as it would, you know, like if, like, say, like Harley Quinn, like the, like she says one F bomb, you know, in the beginning, you're like, oh shit, this is, this is going to get, this is going to get real, you know, and well, like, I don't know, it's just like, over the oversaturation of that language, it just like, well, I think like they are aiming for like the younger generation with this show because if they have access to that, they can watch the show. So, more kids like to curse nowadays. I now I have realized that mostly with yeah, uh, my co worker that I have at work, he's 20, and every word he says is F word, this F word, yeah, that. But that's every and he yells it. Kid. That's every teenager is I know, except that so discovered swear words for the first time. And that's how I almost feel like the show was. And I, I did like oh. the show. I just thought mm -hmm. how, you know, what they wrote. It, it almost felt like um, the new Predator movie, you know? How it was like, <laughs> like a freaking 13-year-old kid wrote like wrote the script. Like literally every other line was. Oh, I'm surprised you actually oh, watched that. Predator, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was just that gratuitous and just, mm -hmm. that, you know, on that scale. And uh I don't know. It was. It's a good show, but I just got to get past that point. You have to get past it, and just if you get past, like if you what? Okay, so this next episode, and uh, episode two, you end up gaining more like characters other than just the normal people. So this episode, you end up getting the Joker, Harley, Joker's gangs, uh, Batman, Commissioner Gordon, the Riddler, Calendar Man, and some other people. In the mids, they're minors of like minor roles. Yeah. So, like later on, next episode, you end up gaining more villains that are bigger names, and you'll probably enjoy more. Is it? Is do this? Does the swearing continue like this though? Like, how does it? How does the show continue on? Because like this first episode, there's literally like I, 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 if I was losing count, there was like five swear words in like the span of two minutes. You know, uh, like five f bombs. It was like okay. I get it depends it. No, who's talking. Swear, but... It depends who's talking. So if like you get Harley Quinn, or if you get Joker, you're gonna get more of a cursing. If you get more like, let's see, Bane. Bane, they made him into a more like, uh, he's like a, the Tom Tom Hardy's edition. What's his name? Uh, yeah, I believe that's his name. Like, um, yes, his Bane. <laughs> So they made him like that, and they just shit on him the mostly. And he's like, what do you mean? What the hell? Why don't I have an effing chair? And it's just more comedy because he's just stupid and, like, trying to figure out what's going on with himself. But he curses, like, once in a while. He doesn't even say anything. Then you get Penguin that gets down to the business. And then Scarecrow has, has like, three or four lines. Okay. <laughs> so like there's a few there's like a couple here and there people that have cursing lines and the other ones they mainly give mostly the cursing to joker and um harley quinn i don't know it feels it feels a little weird it just feels batman like, drops an f-bomb yeah that's fine yeah no, like, what, if batman drops like one f-bomb then that'll have more pointancy you know go like holy shit batman just swore this shit must must be getting real this must be like you know, a dire situation for Batman to actually swear up front. But once, like I said before, once every other word is the F this, F that, then I'm like, okay. you know, that word doesn't mean anything anymore. It loses its its punch. It loses its meaning. You know, it could, 
and might as well just be saying, you know, you know, but over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> I think we still laugh at that. So knowing us. Yeah, exactly. See, they don't have to do it all the time. But you know, I I, I like the animation. I liked how graphic I okay, liked Dennis. how graphic um the the violence was like when Joker threw acid in the these people's faces, like they're like melting. Just like, yeah, they're melting like uh Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end when they yep. show the Ark of the Covenant, like everyone's just their faces are melting and uh, they're not being covered by fire. You actually see every gratuitous action, and I, I really I enjoyed that. And you know, remind me a lot of the the comic books from the New Fifty Two era with Harley Quinn, but mm -hmm. uh, but in those comic books, you know, they had the same kind of sense of humor, but it didn't say like fuck this fuck that like every other speech bubble you know i'm i'm they have like bleeped out words but obviously you read it in your head like yeah well like a comic book is more like a little kid basically can buy that comic book this show is supposed to be like age oh, bro, restricted you should have an age restriction to it where, i know where is the show even weird... shown like how do you watch the show was it always on streaming or was it on it was always on streaming the dc universe so okay. that's where it was and if these I don't know have the DC app, so DC probably if there was a way they probably put a they should have put a restriction on it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they did. Then HBO Max really doesn't care about really restrictions for everybody. That is just open. Yeah, I mean, that's once I, I'm not like I'm not, I'm no prude. Like I don't care about yeah. swearing, but when it's every other thing, it, it doesn't have as much of an impact. But the story itself, I liked how. Harley Quinn kind of went through uh, evolution. You know, she, mm -hmm. she started out with the classic Harley Quinn costume. And by the end of it, once she gets her new identity and she basically revolts against the Joker and realizing that he could care less about her, he cares more about killing Batman than anything else, that she got her own identity and then she changed her costume. Um, to be honest, I like the original costume a lot better, but like... I know you're gonna show her own. She's gonna kind of change her identity and her look. So that's you know that's all fine and good. But the classic Harley Quinn, um, the less hoary Harley Quinn is, the better, you know. And I think with recent years, they made Harley Quinns look more, look more slutty for to get teenagers excited. I guess you know. Uh, True. Even in Suicide Squad, you know, um, she she like had like booty backs. Yeah, so I, I mean, I like this show. I just wish they would just kind of tone tone it down a little bit, and once they actually use the f bombs, it would have more of a punch and you know, kind of delay delay it in between each each word. You know, it was like if mm -hmm. once, if when someone swears, it should actually mean something instead of just you know every other word like like a thirteen year old kid. You know, like just. <laughs> Just swearing just because they discovered it for the first time. Well, the show did discover it. It's newish. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, I hear what you're saying, but like it kind of like, some of it kind of dies down in the later in the second season. Okay. No, I, I would definitely, I'll definitely keep continue watching it. You know, I just hope they. You know, they get more since it's the first episode. I hope they get more of a grasp on, uh, you know, on everything. Yeah, they kind of do. It's a language, you know. 
Then uh, what's it called? They are in a was it? They are trying to set up for season three, but it hasn't been announced yet. But they did get the green light. Yeah. It hasn't got like a date. Because fuck is the worst word that you can say. So just use the word okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so yeah, I don't know. There's not really much more I want to say about the show other than, you know, I like the animation. I like what they're going mm -hmm. for. I like the colorful cast of characters, like how they utilize each character and it seems like a more fun universe um, than, I, you know, than we're used to with this cinematic universe. Yeah. That's why I kind of enjoy watching it. It's just a different, like, I well, I finished all of it, so... I know, like the whole story up to the where we like the from one season two. This I mean season one to season two. So like, I it's a lot. It's a lot different. It's a different feel for everything. The the show gets more become brings in more chaos, but you still get like this different realm of like hell. And because fuck is the worst. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's yeah. So just say okay. <laughs> So, yeah, it's like a different setup, and I love how they bring in a lot more of the indie villains that we don't even see anymore around. Mm -hmm. Like, what in season two, they ever, do you remember the Batman animated series at Condiment King? Yeah, that's, that's where they introduce the character. Yeah, they bring him back. They have Kite Man as a, like, a minor character. He keeps showing up now throughout the first season and to that. Well, episode two, he premieres, and then he shows up to, like, the end of season two. Okay. He's, like, a constant character. And then bringing other here and there is, uh, what is it? They got uh, Man Bat's a thing. And they bring in, uh, was it, Clayface? You don't see most of these characters being in the limelight, unlike Batman shows or live-action movies. No, yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, I think they need a have more fun with the this universe and uh what the direction that they're going in at least with the cinematic universe is a lot less fun than i would want these characters to be in you know uh you know i want i want i want i want them to go like you know so this is this is this is what i would do right that's mm -hmm. i would want like them this the first movie for each character go basic streamline you know as simple as possible with the origin you know just like, just go back to basics, right? And then yep. once you kind of get the ball rolling with the sequels and stuff, go go a little like go a little crazier, you know? Like maybe with with Man of Steel, Man of Steel Two, you introduce like Brainiac or something, right? And then Man of Steel, uh, like Superman, Man of Steel Three or whatever, you you add um freaking mr misfit like or bizarro you know you like so you so it gets a little more crazier like so you add bizarro for the third one and the fourth one yeah you just go batshit crazy go how many movies of superman do you want Josh? Yeah, <laughs> and go to the fifth dimension and just get fucking wild with it you know once i don't know it seems like they just kind of limit themselves once they put themselves more in a realistic setting like a realistic setting like there's a lot you could tell with that setting obviously more serious storylines but you could tell those 
stories with real people you know like these characters aren't real so why would we want to have these characters in a realistic setting obviously they don't exist in real life so what what is this universe where where does this exist so i don't know that's that's uh that's that's my two cents i mean marvel is kind of doing that you know they they started basic and then they went up to going out into space with like guardians of the galaxy and stuff and i i mm -hmm. I, I totally applaud that i think guardians is my favorite um i think subject like uh my favorite at like universe not universe but my favorite substance out of the marvel cinematic universe i i enjoy their stuff because they're heroes but at the same time they're misfits yeah they're misfits, and they're always doing something messed up to save the day it's almost like they're their own separate like lineage like they're outside of the avenger stuff until well, you know endgame and all that um well, well they're like doing their own side quests and they're just having fun with it well basically because like no one's that, that's the thing none of the marvel is superheroes other than captain marvel but like she wasn't really introduced until later in the series yeah, I'm not film industry like they had the high rank like they just basically ran space so like it was just them doing things in space no one else touched space until basically what was it uh let's say it was endgame mostly because uh they end up all going to space at that point and the Iron Man gets stuck in space with Nebula. That's basically really it. That's when they started doing more crazy things. They did like here and there touches, but they never did like a real movie in space. Right. It's always been Guardians has been always in space, doing things in space because that's their whole little realm and like like area they'd be treading. Yeah. No. God. Star Lord's dad is a planet. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, which is awesome. I, I like Guardians 2 a lot. I, I really enjoyed it. But um yeah, so I don't know. That's that's my little tangent going off course. Um but you know I do I do enjoy this show. I, I think I gotta get past, you know, some of the dialogue, just how they use um just swear swear words and language mm -hmm. in general. Um if I was like I said, if I was thirteen years old, I would think this show is the shit. I would think this is the best show I ever heard, ever saw. But I'm not thirteen anymore, so you know I I, th I would want this to be at, at least a little more mature, you know, which which it's obviously not going for that. This is going for that thirteen year old demographic. And, you know, yeah. I applaud them for it. You know, I I would be a hundred percent behind it. You know, I I just. You know, once they – it loses the poignancy of these words once you just continually use it every other sentence. It just doesn't mean anything anymore. And it could have been, you know, anyone. It could have been – it could have been, a you know, like I said, a, like a 13-year-old kid writing a dialogue, you know. So – Well, like, it kind of reminds me of some of the lines and dialogue or, like, things, like, that happens in the show. kind of reminds me, like, more than they introduced the, the character Frank the Plant. Hey, like when he gets introduced, it makes me have a feeling of like Family Guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It gets uh, into like I'm, comedy of Family I'm Guy. Not really a fan of Family Guy. Um, Family Guy. I was a fan for a bit, but then it died down after they got past like I think yeah. season four. Yeah, I like, really like Family Guy's fine. You know, I, I I think Family Guy is my least favorite like adult cartoon show. You know, I would put it 
I would put it way down there. You know, I'd put probably early Simpsons at top, you know, then I don't know, like Futurama, Rick and Morty, you know, like mm-hmm. all the way down the line is like family guy, you know, like um, I wouldn't put it at a high tier. So comparing the show to family guy, that's not really a winning argument for me. Um, no, but there's like some parts I like, I look at it, I see like, Oh, this feels like a family guy episode happening mm. or something they throw in the family guy, like lines. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But, you know, I do. I enjoy the colors. I enjoy the dynamic characters, uh, what they're going for. I, I just got to get past how they're writing it, how they're writing the dialogue. That's what. Yes, that's enjoy the adventure. That's that. what you have to do. Enjoy the adventure. Yeah, so that's what's, that's what's kind of holding it back for me. I would give the show, if I was going to rate just the pilot, I would say like a seven. You know, like uh, I'm mm-hmm. enjoying it more than I'm disliking it. If they kind of brought down the language a little bit, brought down the swearing, I would give it a higher rating. And, you know, that we had this problem even when we were filming our Batman Superman fan film. You know, we swore during the film, but I remember I we had to rein in the, the swear words a little bit because it would lose its punch and lose its meaning if we kept swearing every other line. Yeah, I wonder who that was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder who it was too. You know, <laughs> right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, I wonder if you enjoy Harley Quinn. You know, definitely. You know, definitely. Just you know, definitely enjoy it. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not putting anything against you. You know, uh, I, I definitely want to continue watching it. It's definitely a show I, I want to continue watching and mm-hmm. see what how, where it goes from here. And I, I like how they use the Batman from uh, the Brave and the Bold. It's the same voice actor from that. Um, so it kind of seems it seems like that universe, like the Brave and the Bold universe, that was obviously geared towards kids. It's like that, but you know, for thirteen year olds. And um, I, I enjoy um, the setting and and how it looks. You know, it, it seems like they're having a lot more fun with this than other. DC problem. How did you like the Gordon character? He seemed like he was drunk. You know, he seemed like he's been doing this for for decades almost, and he's just been beaten down to like uh, you know, he's just going yeah. basically insane. And uh, you know, I I I mean, that would probably would happen to a character like that. But I don't know. I kind of wish we saw a little he, bit of a okay transition to hit his state. You do not. Okay, his transition of that character gets even worse in season one, but it picks up in season two. Mm. So his arc spreads into season two, other than resolving in season one. Right. Well, so, I just wish that we saw the deep, uh, like him devolving into where where they started out at least. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I, I believe in season two they kind of touch upon what's happening. And then in season one, they introduce, like, some concepts of what's happening in his, like, actual personal life to make him that way, too. Right. So there's a lot of constants happening to Gordon that is, like, making him become this way. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, it just um, – I know, like, they – kind of touched upon that in the killing joke like joker was trying to break commissioner gordon he's trying to prove to batman that it only takes one bad day to 
to bring down even the sanest of men to the my level of insanity. And, mm-hmm. you know, with that whole arc with the killing joke, like he Joker paralyzes his daughter, he's showing the images, you know, he based it of like her paralyzed, her getting shot, her being undressed, um, with all these prison and this graphic imagery, and he's like going through this insane funhouse of misery. And even after all that, he does not break down. And you know, obviously, this is a different universe, but I'm just saying, well, in this universe, a very strong character. And you know, I, I, I would not disagree. Like any man going through any all of this insanity would break down at some point. I just wish we got to see the devolve, like him devolving. Uh, mm-hmm. Well. In this one, Joker does state, I believe in the pilot, how he did shoot uh, Gordon's partner as like and made her crippled. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he instead is, of being his daughter. Yeah, I thought he was gonna make a reference to the killing joke, but it. Uh, yeah, he said partner. So it's, it, yeah, it's because they want. I think in season two they go up a certain route, and uh, you'll see why if you continue watching the show. Oh, well, they go with that. Yeah, but um. I, I want to get to the meat and potatoes. Of let's go there. So let's <laughs> let's move on. We are going okay, to talk about. So this is super, what? Superman and Lois. Wait, what were we gonna? Yes, I was gonna say this is like Josh's thing. He's been trying to figure out for about almost a month when this thing's supposed to air, and this aired the twenty third of this of this month. Actually, Monday. Yeah, oh, Tuesday. So it only came out like a couple of days ago. Um, Superman and Lois is another CW show um, going up, um, continuing the storyline of Superman, who is now married to Lois Lane, um, basically continuing on with uh, now they have two kids. So Superman has to juggle being a Superman and being a dad. So I actually was kind of, um, when I heard the premise, I wasn't really that excited about the show. I was like, oh, I'll probably be okay, you know. With, like, the CW shows, I haven't been really watching them. The only one I watched was The Flash, and I kind of fell off it, like, two or three seasons prior to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, recent. Um, and, you know, so I was like, oh, he has kids. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's something I haven't really seen in a Superman medium before. Obviously, they did it in the the comic books and stuff. Um, Didn't they do in Young Justice, too? Yeah, I never, uh, never, I never watched, I didn't really watch Young Justice. I heard good things about it. I think I watched, like, one or two episodes. So I was like... You know, I was like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this. And uh, I got to say, this show really won me over. It seems like it's a show that's um, going for um, an older demographic than Supergirl. And I would say even The Flash, it seems more like a uh, a show that's going for, like, you know, like an older, a kind of older audience, but like kids and younger generations can enjoy it. And I did appreciate that. They they didn't sugarcoat the problems that are going on in our world. Mm-hmm. They talked about meth. They talked about kids being burned alive, you know, basically because their parents. Yeah, they are, talked about mental illness with kids. Yeah, well, they're, they're talking about, like, meth and how they're, 
how uh, their parents accidentally set their house on fire because they're trying to cook meth in, in their yep. houses in in uh, Smallville, which probably would be happening in small town rural Kansas because, you know, what else can you really do, I guess? Um, don't do drugs, kids. But um, No, please don't. But I liked how they didn't sugarcoat it. They, they, they didn't pretend like those things don't happen, but at the same time, it's still a fun universe and they're still – you know, having a good time with it. And I was like, oh, man, Superman as a dad. And I don't know how I feel about that. And I'm like, oh, wait. No, this is perfect. Fucking Superman is the dad of superheroes. He's fucking super cheesy. He has dad jokes. He's like the corniest guy ever. This like, is the Superman you've been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, it is. And it's... um. And it's uh, it's it was it was beautiful. It was like exactly what I needed. You know? <laughs> I, I was like, oh man, I was totally, I was totally with the show. I was like, at first, I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. And then you know, once once it got going, I was like, oh, you know, I like the characters. I like the I like his two kids. You know, I like mm -hmm. Lois. Um, I never really watched Supergirl. I I might have watched, like I said, prior a couple episodes here and there i only watched like the crossover episodes when flash would show up and i think i only watched the first episode where superman shows up in the supergirl universe um mm -hmm. but it seemed like i don't know it seemed you don't need to know anything about the flash show you don't need to know anything about the supergirl show you could just start fresh watch the show and you know, you kind of know, you know, I mean, there's a lot to grasp upon. You know, he has two kids. He's married to Lois. But if you just know the basic Superman mythos, you know, you know Superman it loves Lois, you know. So what would happen if they had kids? And this answers the question. This is what would happen if Superman and Lois have kids and they kind of continue that story. Well, which they well, do the Wait, go ahead. Do that well. Well, do that. I watched all like most of the super. What was it Arrowverse like shows and like all the crossovers. So in the last crossover, they introduce uh, Lois and Superman, and Lois is pregnant in that one. So it was leading up to them having kids. Okay. So that's where this kid thing was coming from. So they ended up in the was it Elseworld, like uh, crossover. So how does the timeline work for that? Because it seems like for this show, it's really confusing and it's kind of offsetting because I think for some odd reason this Superman is not connected in a way to Supergirl, but at the same time they are connected in a way because of the ending of the show. It feels like. Well, um. I don't know. I don't know because shit about because how the show's I, going. I don't really care. You know, I don't really care about the show. It feels like this has been separated from all that's been part, like everything from the past it, that's it, set up. Oh, I'm I'm totally for. Don't don't. I don't want the. It's a I don't different want other, setting. I don't want the other baggage of these other shows. I just wanted to start off fresh. Feel like its own show. I don't want it to feel like. I have to watch these other shows and these other episodes to understand what's going on. You know, because if you know the basic mythos of Superman, this is just kind of a continuation of Superman mm -hmm. and Lois got married and they had kids and they had two twins. What, um, yeah, but like, would be. 
And I know they started to do that with um, the Dean Cain show, uh, Lois and Clark. They, they just got married in, like, I think it was, like, the last episode. And then they canceled the show. So they were going to – if they were going to continue that show, they would have, you know, had kids and kind of continue it that way. So this is kind of the answer okay. to the Lois and Clark show. They're connecting the shows. Being, being called Superman and Lois, you know, it's kind of like a – you know, I, I see – it seems like a little nod to the um, previous um, television series. Um, well, yeah. Well, like, well, the thing is, like, that I'm trying to get at, it's like in that show, the move, then, like, in the Arrowverse, they were picking up with the whole, they're going to have a kid. Then, like, the, uh, uh, was it Elseworld uh, crossover? Now it's like, how old are these kids? Like, 16? Yeah, they're at least 16. 15, so this is 16, 17 years into yeah, the future. 15, yeah. 14? Are they, oh, no, they're freshmen in yeah, high school. Yeah, I think they're so, like, Yeah, they're 14. So this is 14 years into the future. Mm-hmm. So this really doesn't make sense. And of a lot of, like, some of the, the stuff we find out in the episodes later on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to spoil it until we get to the end of the podcast. I don't know what you're getting at, to be honest. (laughs) So, just bring in spoilers and jump to the end. So, Superman ends up finding a a villain in this episode, introducing the person, like, this mysterious person that's basically an Iron Man suit. I thought it was, like, they're bringing in, like, Brainiac for some odd reason. Because it's a robotic uh, person, it's fighting him. Well, yeah, and... obviously, yeah. I, I was, I, I remember you stating that before I watched it, and I was watching. And I was like, oh well, it's obviously someone in a suit, and if it's someone in a suit, it's not a Kryptonian, and yes. it's not Brainiac. So it would have to be someone who has limitations well, of needing support. Where I stopped is when he was like talking to him before he noticed there was a man in a suit. So that's why I was thinking it was Brainiac, because it ended up becoming like he was just talking and he was just like mm-hmm. out of the years, only heard the voice coming around everywhere. And Brainiac basically can control technology, so I was just talk- thought he was talking through speakers and ways they can hear him. But then later on, we end up finding out that at the end of the episode, here's a spoiler, they say, hello, Mr. Luther. Luther was killed off in Supergirl and brought back to life in Everworld. And I believe they end up killing him off or arresting or putting him into a, some kind of prison. And he was already in his late years of his life of his lifespan. And he was a different and his voice his voice his actor's voice is different to the actor from Supergirls. It was the guy that plays uh was in Two and a Half Men, the annoying brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays Alex Luther in yeah, Supergirl. It's like a, a colored actor, so it's obviously not the same actor. Yep. Um I don't know, maybe it's just a different universe. I don't know. Who That's what I'm thinking. It's maybe a different universe. Superman know. is part of a different world Fuck, than what Supergirl is actually I attached know. to. I don't care about all that baggage, you know. I, I, I don't. I know, but I'm just like trying to say, like, this is. I don't. I don't. My puzzling. Need that that added baggage. I just like this as its own individual show. I don't need to watch mm-hmm. all this nonsense to understand what's going on. That's why I enjoy about this, and I like how 
his one son has like full on anxiety and his other son is like high school jock, you know, so total mm -hmm. opposites, which would happen with, you know, kids, you know, obviously they're twins, but they're, they're not, you know, they're, they're not identical, the they're fraternal twins. Um, the, they all have the same personality. They are two separate people. Yeah. So, and they live two different separate so the, lives. the jock son is Jonathan, and mm -hmm. the other son who has anxiety and has a, been going to the therapy is, is Jordan. And once I was watching it, it took me a while, to, not a while, but it took me a little bit to kind of grow into their characters and their dynamic and situation. And I was like, okay, I was like kind of behind it. Um, I feel like um, Jonathan is what Clark Kent wanted to be back in Smallville High School. You know, <laughs> okay. what he wanted to be. He wanted to be the football star. He wanted to be the jock, you know, but he couldn't because he knew if he was, you know, if he, he went forward with playing football, that he would be doing it a disservice to what he was ultimately sent to earth to do um oh yeah you know he wasn't sent to earth to score touchdown and with uh the jordan character i feel like that's actually more true to what superman was growing up in smallville he's awkward he didn't know where he was he didn't know where he fit in and we find out um that jordan is the one who has superpowers and they don't know if um, uh, Jonathan, the football star, has any powers. Mm -hmm. They think he doesn't, but I'm pretty well, sure he does. Well, I think he does because don't they have like a like in the montage, yeah, like in the beginning, like how they're talking? He cuts the rope with the football. Yeah, he cuts the rope. So I'm like, he that's not usual thing for kids. Yeah, yeah. So that's not something. usual. I think it's just like, I think. They forgot. It's going to develop at some point, but it, yeah, you know, they want to give Jordan a little more to stand behind, behind mm -hmm. him at least in the beginning episodes. I think so. Um, I liked when he finally when he used. Um, they're at the Smallville bonfire um, with Lana Lang's kid. I think her mm -hmm. name is Sarah. Um, yep. And it reminded me of what we would do back in high school. You know, we would have bonfires and the people would be drinking. I remember, and like once they started, what party? once they started fighting, I was like, you know what? I mean, there's a lot of alcohol involved. I mean, it was I know it was mm -hmm. like the fight just kind of happened, you know. But with alcohol and teenage hormones, you know, that's how shit went down. And uh, you know, I remember one time I was at a bonfire party. I think Matt was there. And uh, <laughs> I don't recall. And I remember. I don't recall. I remember there was like <laughs> two different like freaking groups, right? Well, there's three. There's a little cross. It was my group versus your group. No, no, no. no that's <laughs> how it was. No, that was. I know. Wrong. I know. It was. I was, there was little cross kids, the football kids, and the skater kids. I was with the lacrosse kids. Matt was with the football kids, and then there was the skater kids. The lacrosse kids were just observing the whole entertainment value. <laughs> um, so we had no stakes in the matter. You know, we're just, you know, we're just having fun. We're innocent bystanders. Uh, yeah, we're just bystanders enjoying the, the free show, which like all. Dennis, you're probably there too. Phones and filming the, 
you know, filming the fight, I'm like, well, that's what kids would do. They would film it and, you know, with no consequences. And uh, I remember the skater kids and the football kids, they were having a tussle because someone threw a bottle at the bonfire and it exploded. And then that's when the, the fight started. Oh, God, that's what burned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember that mm. very vividly. And I was just like observing the whole time. And once that happened, it just took me right back to that. I was like, you know what? We kind of grew up in in a small bill, you know, like we were like mm -hmm. it, like our situation. We grew up in, you know, mid Hudson Valley of New York State. So we had it was like a melting pot of scenarios. Like we had people from the boonies, like farmland, and people from uh, Poughkeepsie, which is a city, you know, more rural, and we had people mm -hmm. in the suburbs. So it was just like a whole group of different backgrounds different people and you know yep. these ideologies kind of clashed at at points and you know that was just one of the experiences i had was just that and once when i was watching that whole scene you know once the fight just kind of started i was like well that's what happened at that party the fight just happened you know it wasn't like preempt you know so i you know it was it was I actually, I really enjoyed that scene. I was like, oh, that's just cool. You know, I liked how his brother, um, Jonathan, was sticking up for Jordan. You know, it's not like, obviously, yep. they're totally different, but obviously, they love each other and they stand up for each other. And I, I got to say, the production value was a lot better than I was expecting. I was expecting it to look like The it's, Flash or something like that. It's a lot better, better. than all the recent. It was it's a lot better than all the recent Arrowverse movie like shows. Yeah. Like I think it's because like this is Superman. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's how I felt. Like they put it's Superman's names attached to it. So like people are gonna put more budget to it and actually make it perform better. Besides like the costumes, you know, I thought it looked really good. You know, the costumes mm -hmm. still look like TV show quality, you know. But uh Dude, I feel like I was watching like a decent like uh, like a decent like a uh, Decent film, like a like actual like theater movie, at some points in the show, but some of the graphics and setups are like stuff uh all the scenes. No, I I didn't feel like I was watching like TV unless when they get to the farm. Yeah, and I like how um the Kent farm like it it stayed true to every Superman thing I seen like that Kent farm. I, it wasn't shot in the same location as like Superman the movie or you know Smallville. But it like the uh, the basic uh, blueprint of what Smallville Kent Farm looks like was all mm -hmm. still there. You know, it's just like a like a basic farmland, and uh, you know, you, there's uh, a windmill in the background. You know, it's just like all there, and it, it felt like even though it was different, it still felt very familiar. It still seemed like the same. Um, Background, the same farm, the same background, and um, it seemed like we've been here for decades, you know. But it's a completely mm -hmm. different location. Um, and I kind of wish we had like the mother was around a little bit longer, yeah, than just oh, she's dead. yeah. Well, once that happened, I was like, oh, shit. you know, like I was expecting yeah. her to die so soon. But I guess that's. Uh, I was waiting for something tragic, more tragic to happen. You know, the show gets started with her dying, and then they have to go back to Smallville, and that's how this all this antics kind of get started. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so yeah, it is kind of kind of, um, if you're going back to watching it from the Arrowverse, um, it is a little um, confusing in that regard because it kind of goes against the grain of what you know. But, you know, I'm totally mm-hmm. for that. I, I, I want it to be its own universe. I don't want to do extra homework to know what's going on in the show. I want it. I want to be able to start off fresh and, and just watch this show and not have to watch, you know, this and eight, that. And eight yeah, shows. eight shows to know what's going on in one show. That's what, that's kind of what threw me off with the whole CW thing. I mean, I think it's cool that they're doing the crossovers and stuff, but. You know, the only show I really got into was The Flash, and I just thought the other ones were just okay. And I was like, well, if I'm, I'm not going to watch just okay shows just because, you know, I have to, you know. It, so that's kind of where I fell off. I noticed, I remember you would actually purchase um, all the, what is it, the crossovers instead of just watching a show. You're like, all right, I'll just purchase these episodes. I watched the crossover, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's all I did. Yeah, when that well, the crossovers were cool. I, they seemed pretty cinematic. Um, I didn't watch each one. I, I I think I missed the last one, the last two, or whatever. How many? I think you lost. I missed. I think I missed the last two. Yeah. Um, were they any good? <laughs> like, um, the one when they the the second the last one was good better than the last one the last one was just like what the fuck's happening like what's going on the, well uh, last one i heard like, about was like they introduced batwoman or whatever you know no that was the second last one mm-hmm. that's the last one that's when they introduced they introduced her in that one and all that junk like she introduced yeah they introduced her in that one and like and like it just gets confusing Batman is like, no, not Batman. Uh, Bat, yeah, like, Green Arrow is like, gets killed off and like, he ends up getting resurrected again. And but he, when he gets, gets resurrected, he becomes a god and all that other junk. And like, he saves the freaking day, but he ends up dying again. So, like, Vision. What? Like, Vision, how he dies twice. Yes. <laughs> But Vision ends up dying without a real reason because they fuck him up because like they destroy the the stone, but he reverses it so the stone's back to normal again. So Vision's death doesn't mean shit. Um, Green Arrow's death means stuff at the end of the crossover. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you? Th- well, I I know I talked a lot. What do you think of this show? This show is like I said, like I like how they are are separated from the universe and like in a way, and they and they introduce these kids, and I'm like, what's I don't recall him having kids. Last time I knew, he has this clone son of him in a way later on in some way in like comics, right? He has a game like that clone him. That's like the Superboy backstory, at least in recent comic books. uh, it's Lex Luthor combines his DNA with Superman's DNA, and then he creates mm-hmm. Superboy. So he has like a Superman to that he can control. Um, but you know, kind of goes the opposite way. Superman obviously gets him under his wing uh, and continues it. This Superboy has two daddies. He's more angsty than Superman is, obviously, because he's 
Oh, he has Lex's genes. So yeah, so uh, he's a little hard, more harder to combat. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I like the added characters that they do, like Supergirl and Superboy. But I wouldn't really want to watch. I'm not interested in them individually. Like if it's a Superman mm-hmm. story and then they're attached to it, I'm all for it, you know. But if it's just like they're, you know, just like a solo story about them you know that's where i kind of lose interest you know well do you get you get have you ever watched mall rats yes (laughs) there's a part in mall rats so like when i heard noticed they had kids what super semen part super semen part yes okay that came what i had that thought in my head too but yeah so like I was like talking about like I was actually like watching it. I was like, "This is happening." They're like, "They had kids." I'm like, "But Mallrats, he had a good point. Superman would probably." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like how if it's kind of like the same thing. Like if Superman was gonna like open a door, you like he has full total control of his muscles and. He controls this. So he would have control. Uh, I guess he worked so hard at the Fortress of Solitude figuring out all his complexities that he had the right proper training to know how much to produce in that certain way. Uh, he has total, total control of how much you know pressure to put on just to open a doorknob. You know, like obviously he's yeah. immensely strong, but he could you know he. He's has the finesse enough to open the doorknob without ripping it off, you know. Yeah. So that's how I see it, you know. Um, but I believe one of the studies rate is that supposedly that is one of the fastest liquids to come out of the human body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So probably. imagine that Superman stripe in that. So this mole rat thing is kind of like. Yeah, okay. He's Superman. Everything's like twice, tripled, quadrupled of a normal human being power. So, yeah, I can see it happening, but they made it happen. Well, they wait. At least- oh, God. If you go back in the, in the old arrow, go back in the old Arrowverse, supposedly they said back in the old Arrowverse that all this happened when they went back to. Um, a Kryptonian like planet, so Superman was normal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that could have been a case too, or he could have put red sun lamps in his fucking hole. No, that's actually a thing. They went back for like, they went back to like a, another like, was it Kryptonian sub planet like lifestyle thing? That's basically the same gravity, same lifestyle, same sun, and. He's normal. He's a normal human being, basically on the planet again. But Lois could go to the planet too somehow. Yeah, it's weird. I don't get it either. Well, She's anyway, there too. all that shit is not really important. I mean, it's fun to speculate on it, you know. <laughs> but I think there's a way to go around it, you know. And I, I know, but I'm just like, I just want to bring in more rats into this. Yeah, it was a funny little hit to it. it. It's, it's but like that's how it is. It was just that's what came to my head. What? It's a fun thing to think about, but I just kind of draw it along the lines mm-hmm. like Superman has ultimate control of his body. Like like I said, just doing everyday activities, just opening door handles, you know, without ripping it off. Yes. He obviously has control over that, too. You just what left. You kicked me out. I did not kick you out. You just I left. I kicked from your thing. I didn't get disconnected at all. 
Well, you just left. So, guys, Matt left. Um, so, give me I a second. Leave. Well, obviously you left because you're not here. I didn't do it. All right. Well, well I'm just saying you're not here. So, yeah. you're not here. <laughs> well, I didn't leave. Well, yes. Okay. Give me a second. So, Matt left. Here's Matt. All right. He's coming back. Don't worry, guys. Three, two, one. There's Matt. It's Whee! a perfect trick. Hope right. you can hear me the last time that happened. Yeah, um, I didn't do it. Oh, no. And, I'm yeah. confused. Um, but, yeah, so other than fucking that, what did you think of this the show? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I actually, like, like I was saying, I enjoy like, them bringing these characters in. I like the way they filmed it, all the graphics-wise they added to it. I liked how they, in the beginning of the show, they actually ended, like, showed off the original Superman suit. Yeah, that was, had, that was, that was pretty like neat. That. I was like, that's freaking dope. Yeah, but, like, it didn't last that long. It was like a few seconds. So I almost like that. I like that suit better than the one that <laughs> he's used. rocking out. Yeah, I think I think I like that suit better than the um, yeah, the, the one that you're but, continuing. But this using. isn't early Superman. This is established. Superman, yeah, yeah, I so. get it. And then they did the so shot then, with uh, um, Action Comics uh, number one with uh, with Superman bringing down the the green um, beetle. You know, they did the same shot mm -hmm. when he was wearing that. Uh, that Max Fleischer Superman suit, which was cool. I like that little, uh, you know, that little wink, that subtle nod. And they had a few subtle nods. They had another one where he's bringing down the, the um, nuclear power plant, the the core. Yeah, with the with the when he's bringing a uh, glacier uh, iceberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into there, and he's trying to bring down the the coolant, trying to bring down the temperature so the yep. The power so it doesn't have a meltdown. Yeah, so it doesn't have a nuclear meltdown. So he like freezes the lake, and he does that in Superman three when there's a power plant like about to explode. It's not nuclear, but um, he freezes Everything's over a whole, he freezes over a whole lake, and uh, he brings it over the the power plant to to get rid of a, a whole fire that's going on, and and it works so i i like that nod to superman 3 that was that was a deep cut and i was like holy shit superman 3 mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? so uh, i was i was enjoying like all that like when he did that part i enjoyed the graphics they added to it and they had like a good like it didn't look horrible it didn't look like it was like a blue ice block it actually looked like real ice and everything yeah, going in cinematic. you saw it melting and breaking yeah. apart when it's going to the core yeah, look a lot more cinematic than than the other CW shows I I've seen at least. Then like they added Lois's father, he's in it again. Now, uh, yeah. was he Colonel um, Lane? Is it Colonel Lane or is it Lieutenant Lane? He's the general. General, okay. General Lane, he's in it, and like I I believe his back. Like I heard, like he's kind of like a jerk. <laughs> he's not like a good person in like the comic book series. He's like more of like, like annoying to most people. It, it he has, like, on what he has a rough streak. It depends on what series, because sometimes like he's a complete asshole to Superman. He does not get along with him at all. He's actually mm -hmm. totally against an alien. Um, doing all like he thinks this alien's eventually going to take over the human race. Yeah, and with the military instincts that he's going to fully combat Superman. And in other instincts, like this one, uh, instances, uh, 
he is totally on the same page with Superman. You know, they work together. Obviously, he's married to his daughter. He knows that he's Superman, and it, and it works out. Um, yeah. That, he has his rough edges, obviously. You know, he's he's a general, so he's going to see things. You're going to see the rough side of it. Yeah. So he's going to see as it fits and how it works for him is the right way. So Well, like, like in that part with the, the nuclear re- the reactor – I liked it when he was like, "Oh my, oh god, I know him. He's more of like a jerk. He doesn't really, he doesn't like Superman." Then he's like, "Hey, we gotta talk." It's like, "When can I take Jonathan freaking fishing?" Yeah. And oh no, Jared. No, was it? Was the the sportsy one? Jordan. Jordan. When can I take him fishing? No, no. Sportsy one is Jonathan. The other one. Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan. Jonathan's fishing, and then. No, Joe, was it? I uh, just names They're both Jays. Why would you uh, name Jays? Yeah, don't so name Jordan, it. whatever. It's a stupid idea. Yeah, so, like, that was pretty neat. He wasn't going to be, a, like, a jerk to him. He was actually trying to make contact with, like, his grandkids and have a fun time with them. And then, like, later on in the show, you actually see him. You end up seeing the other side of him, like, to Lois. He's like, right now, it's not a talking matter. We need Superman. Just stay out of this. This Go over there because there's a uh, was it Lex Luthor's character? I mean his him he was doing his thing with the whole like ending fight scene. That's what he needed him for. And like seeing them going to like different countries throughout the show too was pretty fun. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, obviously Superman can travel anywhere, so why not show to, show well, it and utilize it? Like in that fight scene, it was pretty dope because they're actually going at full speed, like very fast, and like. You can see, like, okay, they could have made it to this country. They could have made it to that country with the speed they're going. It wasn't constantly stuck in Smallville or Metropolis. Yeah, yeah, they. they uh, it was a spread out universe. It added more of a production value adding all these locations. You know, even mm-hmm. for the small amount of time that they were on screen. You know, and uh, I don't know. I. I I, I actually enjoyed the show a lot more than I expected it to. You know, I was just like, I was like, all right, it's going to be another CW show, you know, whatever, you know, I'll watch it. But, you know, I'm actually, I'm pretty invested. I hope they kind of stay on the lines of this. And uh, the, uh, the Jordan character, like I was saying, he reminded me more of what Clark Kent was in his adolescence than Jordan. I mean, than uh, uh, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, Jonathan seems like the Clark Kent of his adolescence that he wanted to be. Gordon is more of what Clark Kent was in his adolescence. And he, he kind of had that yeah. top welling look with his long, like black curly hair. You know, yep. he, he looked like, uh, Tom Welling, uh, a little bit with Smallville. And I liked how they went back to the roots. Um, and, yeah, it was. I, I I fully enjoyed it. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to what's to come. I just hope they don't overcomplicate things. You know, <laughs> but it's CW. They're going to get with TV shows, especially the CW. Yeah, so yeah, CW usually complicates like everything for no reason. Yeah, but if it doesn't go like how if the how this show is promising us like not to follow the other CW shows, then we may not see any of that. Yeah, so that'd be a plus. I hope it's just its own thing. I hope. I mean, there could be a crossover here and there. I'm, I'm for that, but I hope I don't have to do extra homework to understand what's going on. 
How'd you feel about the Superman spaceship? It looked fine. It looked like a turd, but like, you know, it looked like a turd in Smallville too. So especially with the first, the pilot episode, the Smallville pilot episode, his ship looked like a big hunk of crap. And but like later on, <laughs> later episodes, later seasons, it actually looked like a ship. You know, looked like something that would. It didn't actually, look like cardboard. It looked cool, yeah. But in the first episode, it just looks like a big elephant turd egg thing. You know, it just doesn't look right at all. But you know, in this, it looked fine. You know, it wasn't like my favorite version mm -hmm. of a uh, Superman craft. But like, it doesn't need to be anything that special it just needs to be a pod that brings superman to earth and that's all you really need it for you know it doesn't yeah. need to be this whole grandiose thing it doesn't need to be the millennium falcon you know it doesn't need to be over yes it does yeah <laughs> no uh no i kind of like when i looked at it and saw the spaceship it was more like it was to me when like they touched it it kind of gave me like man of steel vibes with some of the things yeah like, with the more metallic screen, yeah, and was, like, and like, like, it like spread out, yeah. Then it kind of gave me like a fortress sawtooth thing with like mostly like anything like, like he's basically mostly touching objects and it then forms into something else in the freaking fort, this uh, fortress sawtooth in a way. Yeah, I think uh, later years. I think my favorite crafts of the Superman craft, uh, like the Superman pod, is probably. I don't know. I actually like the Smallville one. It was like very simple, but it was just like a triangular shape. Not the uh -huh. first episode. That one looked like crap. But like later on, you know, it's like a triangular shape. And I like the Superman the movies version where it's just like a giant crystal ball, and it seems like it was like more organic and alive. Like it was made out of the same particles and, and elements that the planet was made out of. So I, I like that. So it was more of an organic ship. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that being said, like, it's not really that important what it looks like. You know, it doesn't matter. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's... it's well, I just want to see like how you, like, feel about it. Like, how it really later on in episodes. Like, it's not like something, like, Superman's going to fly all the time. He's not. You know, it's just going to be, like, a know. plot. It's just going to be a plot element if they use it at all, you know? It's done mm -hmm. its purpose. It's there. You know, it's fine. You know, the kids discovered it. And, you know, we'll see what it's happens. It's still funny. It's still no, there this whole time. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you would think, like, if I was Clark, I uh, move at it. that point, if I had the Fortune Solitude, I probably would have just brought it there, you know, <laughs> at that point, mm -hmm. too, keeping it at a farm. But, you know, yeah, it's fine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but no, I, I, I fully enjoyed the show. I, I, I liked it a lot more than I expected it to. And um, yeah. and I'm a Superman fan. And you know, I wasn't, really, I wasn't really looking. I was, I, I was looking forward to it, but I wasn't really looking forward to it. And now, since I watched it, I'm looking forward to what's to come. You know, so mm -hmm. I'm glad we're getting more Superman medium. I'm glad it was good. You know, I was expecting it to be kind of crap. To be honest, I never when this actor was introduced to like the Arrowverse as Superman, I wasn't so gun ho to him. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, it felt weird. Something. I think he's Wait, known. What? 
Tyler Holchin, I forget. Like, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah, I kind of felt weird seeing him, and I'm like, this doesn't really fit Superman. But when they brought him into this one, he gave me more of a Superman vibe. Yeah. And yeah. now he was, like, portrayed more. It was just like, all right, I enjoy him. He's doing a better job than I was expecting. Yeah, he seems like he's definitely pulling um, from the Christopher Reeve Superman. You know, he's bubbling, bumbling Clark Kent. You know, he's he's you know he's charismatic. You know, I think the most charismatic Superman we'll ever get is Christopher Reeve. But he's definitely pulling on those same kind of strings. You know, mm-hmm. he seems like he's playing those same notes, and I do enjoy that. You know, he's obviously doing his own thing, um, but. You know he's kind of playing on that uh, on that same uh, same note as well. Um, with with his Superman though, like when I first saw him, I was like, oh, he should be taller. <laughs> Superman should be taller. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, you know, I was, I was actually he hovers. He hovers. Yeah, I was I was won over by his performance and how he portrayed it. You know, and I kind of can look past that. Um, I kind of felt bad for him in, like, the part when he meets he, – he goes into Jordan's room after, like, he misses uh, Jordan's therapy session. Oh, and right. Jordan's playing – okay, another Easter egg. DC versus – no, that's not Injustice. That's no, it, it is Injustice. It's injustice, they added, like, more more combat, more yeah, characters. Yeah, no, it was, it was Injustice, too, and I think you could unlock – um, who's Brain. the one? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was like an added character, but yeah, he's so. too. But obviously, it's not the same storyline because it's, if it was the same storyline, then it would reveal everything about what Superman is and his character. Yeah. So in this universe, it has to be something else, you know. So, so it was kind of funny seeing that in my head. I'm like, this is. I really was. I was trying to look at. It, I was like, because I wasn't like it was a little off to me. So I thought it was Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. Okay, so Injustice 2 is definitely – that's a good Easter egg. They put these games in it, and, like, it's Raiden's kicking Superman's ass. Yeah, well, he's playing as Raiden. Yeah. So, like, it's funny. It's like Superman's like, oh, no. Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and he even says – he's like, oh, he's – uh. Like, Clark is like, oh, they made a realistic Superman. And Jordan's like, yeah, Superman's lame, you know. Even yeah. his son doesn't appreciate, you know, what he does. Yeah. Um, which I, I find funny because that's how a lot of people feel about the character, especially younger kids, you know, younger generations. So I'm glad they kind of touch upon that. And uh, I'm glad Superman's getting a lot more news and getting a lot more, you know, getting a lot more shows and entertainment because – I think it's a long time coming. Like Superman's been in the dark for for so long, you know. Even you know, even Wonder Woman got two fucking movies. Why can't Superman? Shazam got two. Oh. Why can't Superman? You know. Oh, if you go with like game storylines, they made him the villain for two games. Yeah, I don't. I, I, so I didn't have him actually as a real superhero. I'm not really a fan of the Injustice storyline with Superman. You know, I, I I I liked it more in the first one because you could play as the Superman you know. You know, this is mm-hmm. an alternate, alternate universe Superman. But once it got to the second one, it was just like, you know, just bad Superman. You know, and I'm not a fan of that. You know, it's 
it's an interesting story, but that's not that's not Superman. You know, it's, no. it's something else. Um, but yeah, uh, um, this show is pretty good. I, I recommend it, and I I thought it was gonna be a lot worse. Not a lot worse, but I thought it was just gonna be fine. You know, I, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. And uh, well, I'm looking forward to watching the future. Yeah. I'm in the same boat with you. I'm hoping to actually progress further with this and actually get maybe two or three seasons with it. Yeah, I hope they don't they don't overkill it. it. Yeah, they don't overdo it. Like they did they did that with Smallville, you know. Well they did that with Flash and Arrow. Yeah, doing exactly. it with all this easy all the- uh, easy. CW shows. They're extending it. Like Legends of Tomorrow should have ended season three or four to me. Yeah. But they're still continuing on season six or seven. It's like, what the f- Don't do this. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think you're right. If they end it in, like, three seasons, I would say at most five, you know, that would be perfect. You know, I would I would, I would, would be fully for that. But if they go are you, are on – speaking off of, 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 you know, personal – like in like a like a personal personal reason because of Smallville you left that season five. Well, I mean, I think that <laughs> most shows like Breaking Bad they ended at the fifth season. Like if they did yeah. four, it would have been overkill and it would have been. I wouldn't. I couldn't. If they did that Breaking Bad, I wouldn't be able to take the white for another season. They could have, you know, but they ended at the perfect point, you know, because they had a mm-hmm. complete story that they wanted to tell. You could tell when they when shows are prolonged and they already told the story that they wanted to tell, but they're just doing it because of the ratings, um, that it loses its energy. You lose this synergy, what it, what it's doing. You're kind of frozen, Matt. You are too. Oh, okay. (laughs) We're both frozen. Um, yeah, but I forget what I was saying, but yeah, with Smallville, they did that. They kind of continued it on. Long after it should have ended, I, I think it should have ended on season five. Season six was still good, but I think season five was when they should have ended that show. Um, so if I hope they don't nope, do that. Matt's gone again. Um, so I hope they don't do that with this show. I hope they end it off at uh, season three or season season five at the most. Matt, can you join back for, so we can close this out? Well, we're going to wait for Matt. Um, but, yeah, let us know what you think of uh, Superman and Lois down in the comments below. We'd be very curious to what your thoughts are. And how do you feel about this Superman? Uh, what's his name? Tyler Holchin? I'm probably saying his last name wrong. Do you think he's too short? I think he's a little too short. But I think he's still, you know, I think it's I think his acting is, uh, you know, one over. So I could look past that. Um, and how do you feel about reboot of Superman? Do you think that's a good idea? Um, I think it's okay. You know, I mean, I think people are expecting me to be more adamant, like more against it. Against it you know, but I'm not. <laughs> you know, um, as long as J.J. Abrams doesn't write it, you know, I'll be okay um, because he wrote. Like the the Star Trek movies and the Star Wars movies that he wrote aren't very good. I think he's an adequate director. I don't think he's a good writer. Um, so we'll see. Um, I hope it's I hope Superman, Superman, and not someone else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh-huh. That's a simple way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts before we close this out? Uh, thoughts? Well, no. Everything I basically need to say was a thing. Uh, well, I'll give you a, 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 a thing, like a like a advice. If you're going to put Wi-Fi up for a house, don't put it on the top of your barn. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Second story of your barn. Second story. On a raptor. Yeah. Hanging there. Like far and off of reach where no one could possibly yeah. reach it. You had to hover to do it. Yeah, it was stupid. Thanks, Clark. It was dumb. I mean, I whatever. It's fine. But yeah, that's <laughs> a stupid place to put a router. Don't do that. Um, yeah. But I think I think we're ready to sign off um, on this yep. episode. So that was Lois and Superman and Lois and Harley Quinn animated animated series pilots. Yep. Two pilots. So okay, three, two, one. We're just gonna swing into this. Uh, all right. This is Josh from Batyard Productions sending you off up, up, and away until next Batyard's finest episode. And this is Superman's Superman's pal Matt, um, becoming super friends one episode at a time. Holy shit, we fucking did it! One take, Woo! one take wonder right there. All right, guys, <laughs> have a good night. Be safe, you know. Do your uh, thing. Have a super day or weekend. Have a super Friday weekend. Have a super Friday weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go now. Good night. All right, good night.